the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. As we look at our world today, we see violence, poverty, and anarchy every place. I'd like to think that if the ultimate solution to all the world's ills was offered, we would gladly receive it and set about making the world a better place for our posterity. The good news is, Jesus was and still is offered as the perfect solution to the world's problems. Listening today as Pastor Rander continues to look at how Christ was received by the world he came to save in this message, The Rejection of Jesus. He'll be speaking from a number of scriptures, so get pen and paper ready as we begin. And, and, and transfer you out of darkness into the kingdom of life. Redeem you, save you, sanctify you. The scripture says in John 1, 12, but as many as received him to them gave he the right to become children of God to those who believe in his name. Well, you see that? That's a powerful, powerful scripture. Let me just read it again. You've got to underline it, highlight it, bracket it, do something. Uh, John 1, 12, 1, 12, but as many as received him to them, he gave the right to become Children of God. Children of God. With that being said, uh, how do you become children of God? How do you become children of God? Number one, one only becomes a child of God by receiving Christ alone. One only becomes a child of God by receiving Christ alone. John 1.12a says, but as many as received him, to them he gave the right to become children of God. One only becomes a child of God by receiving Christ alone. B, one becomes saved through believing on Christ's name alone. One becomes saved through believing on Christ's name alone. It's the name of Jesus. John 1, 12 says, but as many as received him, to them he gave the right to become children of God. To those who believe, you got to believe, you got to trust in his name. Acts 4, 12 says, nor is there salvation in any other, for there is not no other name under heaven given among men uh, by which we must be saved. That's the way you're saved. You have, so go back. Uh, one is saved. How do you become a child of God? One only becomes a child of God by receiving Christ alone. B, one becomes saved through believing on Christ's name alone. C, the only way to be saved is that you must be born again. That's the only way you can be saved. You must be born again. John chapter 3, verse 3 says, Jesus answered and said to him, Most assuredly, I say to you, unless one is born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. 
Unless one is born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. In other words, you must have a spiritual birth that gives new life and a regenerated spirit. Let me say that again. Uh, You must have a spiritual birth that gives new life and a regenerated spirit. The new birth is such a radical transformation in a person's life that it can only be described as being born again. I love this passage, 1 John 5, 11 through 13. It says, and this is the testimony that God has given us eternal life and this life is in his son. He who has the son has life. He who does not have the son of God does not have life, does not have eternal life. Verse 13, these things I have written to you who believe in the name of the Son of God that you may know that you have eternal life and that you may continue to believe in the name of the Son of God. You keep on believing moment by moment, day by day, week by week, month by month, year by year, decade by decade. You believe your way on to heaven and all the demons in hell can't make you doubt what you believe about the Lord Jesus Christ. If you have Jesus, you have life. If you don't have Jesus, you do not have eternal life. Even though the scriptures testifies of the Jewish Messiah and his coming, he came to his own Jewish people and yet they rejected him. Why did they reject Jesus? He came into his own. They rejected the Savior. Why? Because of spiritual rebellion. They rejected Jesus because of ignorance They rejected Christ because of blindness. The scripture says in Jeremiah 7, 25 through 26, since the day that your fathers came out of the land of Egypt until this day, I have even sent to you all my servants, the prophets, daily rising up early and sending them. Yet they did not obey me or incline their ear, but stiffened their necks. And there are people today who stiffen their neck. Say, I, I heard, but I'm not coming. I, I come when I want to. They stiffen their necks. They, they did worse than their fathers. John 12, 37 says, but although he had done so many signs before them, they did not believe in him. They saw the signs. They saw the miracles. They saw the the blind see, the the, the deaf hear. They they saw him take two fish and five loaves of bread and feed 5,000. They they, they saw miracles. They saw the raising of the dead. They they saw all kinds. They saw a withered hand made whole. And the scripture says, but although he had done so many signs before them, so many, they did not believe in him. My friends, because God so loved the world, he gave heaven's best, the apple of his own eye, who was the Lord Jesus Christ, the second person in the Godhead. Jesus humbly submitted himself to the Father's will and was born as God in human flesh to make salvation available to mankind. Our Lord Jesus Christ submitted himself to his own creation. Our Lord was humanity's perfect gift and perfect example while he on earth. When Jesus was here on earth, he was full of compassion. When he was here, he was full of grace and mercy and love. Our Lord did miracles. 
uh, 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 feeding thousands, healing the sick, restoring sight to the blind, hearing to the deaf, made the lame walk and even raised the dead. And yet he was mocked and rejected by his own brothers and sisters. Uh, He was rejected and mocked by political and religious leaders and so many others while he was here. Beloved, it is impossible to live in this life and not experience rejection. Did you hear what I just said? It is impossible to live in this life and not experience rejection. Jesus experienced rejection through his life and ministry because he was so hated, because our Lord was so reviled and despised. They ridiculed and maligned him. They spat upon him, beat and scourged him, and ultimately put him on a cross suffering excruciating pain, humiliation, and even death. The nation of Israel as a whole rejected their Messiah. Therefore, do not be surprised when you are rejected as well. They rejected Jesus. So you need to expect to be what? Rejected. What rejections do we encounter in life? Let me give you a little list, a little sampling of a list. It's not a comprehensive, complete list, but it's it's enough to give you an idea. What rejections do we encounter in life? Number one, many are rejected by their spouse, immediate and extended family for becoming a Christian. There are many who become Christians all over the world and even here in America. And once they become a Christian, they're disowned, they're thrown out the house, all all their belongings are thrown out, and they say, don't come back here because uh, you're no longer Muslim, you're no longer Hindu, you're no longer whatever they are. And people are rejected because they have gotten saved and they are disowned by their own parents and siblings, and they can no longer have any relationship with them. Imagine someone goes to great lengths to prepare the most fantastic gift ever given. They know your specific wants and needs intimately, and they customize your personal present, wrap it up beautifully, and you refuse to open it. That's the picture of how Christ came to the world and was rejected by the world he came to. Join us today as Pastor Rander illuminates how we treated Christ in this message, The Rejection of Jesus. He'll be teaching from a number of scriptures, so get pen and paper ready as we begin. Number two, we experience rejection through separation and divorce. That's rejection. I mean, you were so happy and so thankful, and all of a sudden, some folk after six months, they divorce. Some folk after 40 years, they're divorced. Listen, Satan don't care about how long you've been married. He doesn't care about your tenure. (laughs) He don't care that you're doing well today. All he got to do is plant a a thought in your spouse, bring an unresolvable issue. Satan Satan is a dirty, low-down, evil, no-good devil. And he hates your marriage, he hates your husband, he hates your wife, he hates your children, he hates your grandchildren, and he's strategizing even as I preach today how he can wipe you out and them as well. And you better get all the learning you can get. We ought to have so many people uh, in line. I mean, we've already packed the the, the, the marriage retreat out and folk are on a waiting list. Ah, 
I got to get in. I hope somebody can't make it so I can get there. Where's that spirit? We experience rejection through separation and divorce. Thirdly, a children experience rejection when they are abandoned by their parents. They're just thrown away. They're just left, dropped off. No parents. And then on the other side, parents also experience rejection when they are abandoned by their children, which results in anger, hurt, and bitterness. You birthed that mama, birthed that child, carried that child in the womb for nine months, put pampers on that child, birthed that child, educated that child, took that child to games, took that child to tutoring, took them to after-school activities, uh, help them through college, scraping dimes and everything you got to help get them through school, and then all of a sudden, that child say, I hate you. Or they leave, and there's an empty room, and they didn't even say goodbye. Let me tell y'all something right now. Thank you, Holy Ghost. You better be careful how you leave your family. Because you just might have to come back. That's right. Be careful how you leave a job. Be careful how you leave the church. Don't you dirty or mess up anything because you leaving. That is hellish because you might have to cross that bridge. I've had people to leave nasty and then needed a recommendation from me because they haven't been at the next church long enough to be recommended by that pastor and they have to come back and eat cheese. <laughs> and I got the pen in my hand and if I wanted to get even, I said, you know, you were so nasty in your departure. You didn't have integrity in your departure. I'm going to write up there and tell, that tell them, the, the officials, uh, listen, pass him up. I've, I've never done it. I've been kicked in the pants. I've never done it. I don't do evil for evil. I love people in spite of what happens to me and realize God is the avenger. That's right. I don't have to help God by getting even. You do the right thing even when you don't feel like doing the right thing because you don't have to govern your life by your feelings. We're talking about I'm leaving here. Stomp out that house. That is so low down. Pa children, respect your parents. You love them. Be thankful in that house. Give them, give them, uh, uh, give them all of you. Build that relationship. Their children never had a parent, never had a home. And you got everything. The worse, the more you get, the worse you act. Sassy, bad attitude. Won't do what you're told to do. Selective hearing. Y'all parents laughing because you know it's true. What rejections do we encounter in life for? People experience rejection in dating. In dating. God may allow rejection, listen, God may allow rejection if you are dating too young. Yeah, you talk to people 12 years old talking about I'm in love. Wait a minute, do you know algebra? <laughs> love? Can you, what, what equation can you do? Come on, 
Do, do, what, what American history do you know? Wait a minute. You, you, you barely can count. You need to be learning and enjoy your childhood and not be so quick to grow up. These kids are, amen. You breaking up at 12 and 14, 15 years old, and these kids are committing suicide because their boyfriend or girlfriend left them. Are you crazy? I ain't killing myself over nobody that leave me. Sometimes I might get absent-minded, but I ain't crazy. <laughs> You'd be surprised. It's all over the place. You, you, in love, you, you don't know what it means to be in love. You, you just carried away with your emotion. Uh, so, so you experience, experience rejection in dating, and God may allow rejection if you're dating too young. Sometimes he allows rejection if you're dating an unbeliever. And he'll cause something to happen to mess that up because he don't want you with that person anyway because the Bible says don't be unequally yoked. And you met, oh, she's so cute, I can save her. Save her. Listen, there's no such thing as missionary dating. Okay. <laughs> oh, Lord, I'm a mission. All of a sudden, you became a missionary. Won't you get in youth mission? Get in real mission. Oh, I, I can save him. He, I'll work on him. I, how you know you're going to save him, says 1 Corinthians 7. And he slap you all upside the head. And that person become your chastening rod. So, so, so God may allow rejection if you're dating too young, dating an unbeliever, or you're dating someone who is not from the Lord for you. And then God mess it up. After you've been dating all that, he messed it up. And you all depressed. And you don't have a sense enough to know if you had married that fool, you'd be, I don't know where. And it goes both ways. Women just as lopsided as these men. Slower is better than fast. Pray hard prayer. Lord, if this person I'm thinking about dating is not from you, block it. Say block it. See, y'all scared to say block it because you know God will block it. So you don't, you don't want to say block it. Say block it again. Say, y'all haven't said this so long. I'm going to get it in your so Say block it. That's right. God, if this is not your will, this is not your way, if that person is not from the Lord, let my best attempt in the name of Jesus be blocked. I'd rather be happily single than miserably married. <laughs> I got so much to say about rejection until I, I'm going to skip some more of this and I'm going go to go to some of the, the re, some of the cures, how to respond. And I, I, give, I give you some more of those rejections on next week for those of you. This is a teaser. So... I got more rejections than I can cover. So let me give you four things you can do when experiencing rejection, and then we'll do part two next week. Bring somebody with you, if you will. So let me give you some, some remedies. How are we to respond when we are rejected? How are we to respond when we are rejected? Number one, 
Accept the things we cannot change. Trust God and move on. Philippians chapter 3, verse 13b through 14 says, But one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forward to those things which are ahead, I press toward the goal for the prize of the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. So, so accept what you can't change. Accept what you can't change. You, you can't fix it. You can't go back into yesterday. Accept it. Accept what you can't change. Trust the good Lord to take care of it. Maybe, maybe it's your fault. But God will forgive you if you confess and move on. Move on. And allow God to help you to move on. Number two, realize it is not the end of the world and God is at work even when we do not understand. When you're rejected for whatever reason, by whomever or whatever, realize that it is not the end of the world. So the sky is not falling. God is just working in your life. You don't, you don't see the big picture. You're seeing it part, but God sees the whole, the whole. Realize it is not the end of the world. Don't faint. Don't pass out. Don't go crazy. And realize God is at work even when we don't understand. I love that great passage in Romans 8, 28. And we know that all things work together for good to those who love God, to those who are the call according to his purpose. That's right. You don't understand everything, but God is at work and he's working all things together for good. Not that all things are good that happen to you, but he's working it together for your good and his glory for those who love God and to those who are the called according to his, his purpose. Number three, when experiencing rejection, here's how you respond. Refuse to quit. Refuse to quit. That's what Satan wants you to do. Somebody hurt your feelings in the church. Somebody ignore you. Somebody say something a little smart or whatever happens in the church or on the job or in your neighborhood or in your family or wherever it is. Refuse to quit. Your husband says something that was not good. Your wife says something with a sharp tongue. Refuse to bell out. Keep that ring on your finger. God does not reward quitters. Rewards are only given to those who are faithful unto death. Revelation 2.10b says, be thou faithful unto death and I will give thee a crown of life. Jesus didn't quit and neither should we. You see all that Jesus experienced in his life? He was hated. He was maligned. He was spat upon. Uh, uh, they, they, they lacerated him. They scourged him. They, they, they mocked him. They did all of this. And you know what? He kept on to the cross. Died for our sins on that cross was buried and rose again. You see, he didn't quit. He didn't quit. Jesus didn't quit and neither should we. The scripture also says in Luke 9, 62, but Jesus said to him, no one, says, say no one. no one. Say it again louder. No one. no one. Having put his hand to the plow and looking back is fit of the kingdom of God. Then finally, but not the least, realize when you are experiencing rejection, 
that you are not alone. You think I'm the only one. You're not the only one. He hurt me. The teacher hurt me. My mama hurt me. My daddy hurt me. Circumstances hurt me. My boss hurt me. Ah, My in-law hurt me. You're not alone. You, You are not the only one who has experienced rejection. John 1.11 says he came to his own and his own did not receive him. In other words, you are in good company when you experience rejection. Jesus himself experienced rejection. So why do you think that you should be exempt from experiencing rejection? I close with Deuteronomy 31 and 6, which says, be strong when you're going through trials, when you're experiencing rejection. Be strong and of good courage. Do not fear nor be dismayed of them. For the Lord your God, he is the one who goes with you. And he will not leave you nor forsake you. Well, you know that God is with you. You can handle your hurt better. Your pain better. You can deal with rejection so much better because you have the blessed assurance that God is with you wherever you go. And all God's children said. Thank you for tuning into this program for the Maranatha Bible Church Broadcast Ministry. This broadcast is supported in part by your generous financial contributions, and we invite you to partner with us in spreading this important word throughout our local community and the world. If the Lord spoke to you in this message, let us know. Call us at 210-821-5683. Even better, come and visit us at 7855 East Loop 1604 North, Converse, Texas, 78109, directly across from Randolph Air Force Base. If you'd like to order today's message, visit our website at www.maranathasa.org, where you will find an archive of audio and video messages. You can also find service times, directions to the church, upcoming events, and much, much more. Tune in tomorrow as Pastor Draper continues to teach us from the Word of God. Thank you for joining us today, and may the Lord's blessings be upon you. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.